Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. And a baby. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay, first of all, really quickly, how are you feeling? Um, I am, the weather is above me, meaning I'm under the weather. <laughs> I don't know that I ever would have figured out what you were saying. <laughs> I also think it's funny that we're always in some kind of, like, not different mood, but then when we press record on the podcast, I immediately start laughing. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Or I, like a smile comes to my face. <clears throat> Are you nervous? Mm, No, I'm not nervous. Can I just give you a super round of applause? Yeah, of course. For, well, for being you, for always being an amazing parent, for always showing up, for leaving the bed in the middle of the night last night because I just energetically couldn't sleep next to you. (laughs) Literally nothing wrong. I was just having a hard time sleeping and your energy was so big. Yeah, well, you... (laughs) You also looked at me and you were, or not looked at me, but you woke me up and you were like, Pleat is vibrating. (laughs) Well, why was Pleat even in the bed? That was the whole point. I don't know. You handed him to me in the middle of the night. Right. Well, he got in the bed and he was vibrating. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's my cue to go downstairs. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you did. I slept okay, but I'm sure you had a worse night's sleep. So uh, one thing that I want to say before we start talking, so first of all, we have COVID in the house. One thing I want to say is I feel strongly that there is no value. I hope that big ass yawn is coming through. (laughs) Do do you even care what I'm saying? You're over there and you're like, (gasps) 100%. no, it's a hundred percent. I'm d- I'm trying to clear my head and mind because I know what you're going to say is probably very nice and important, and I want to be present to respond. I think most people would agree that yawning with your mouth as wide as you can get it in front of somebody is somewhat of an indication of ooh, man, you are going down today. You know, you just knocked your finger hard. <laughs> Oh, I feel for you. Um, But it's an indication that you're just not present to the moment or not, that you don't care that much. I mean, imagine being in a meeting with like a senator or something and just yawning in their face. Why wouldn't you do it? Well, I think that there is there. I understand and I agree with you. I, I totally think a yawn in a setting is a sign of like un uninterested. I also think that conversations between us, particularly in this moment and, you know, later in the evening, like a yawn between a friend is not necessarily... Glad to know I'm your good friend. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying like a yawn between like people who know each other at a certain point, like you have to put it in context is what I'm saying. But I, I, I generally speaking, yes, agree with you. <clears throat> It's true. We do have lots of conversations. And so I guess I can be more graceful around yawning. And wasn't there a podcast we did about just being friends these days? Co-parents mm. and friends. Have we talked about that yet? I don't I've, know. I don't know. I think we did. Either uh-huh. way, I want to give you a round of applause for a couple of weeks ago. What was the na- title of the podcast? 
how to talk about traumatic events. In that podcast, I we had a very short window to record and I had to leave about eight minutes in and we were flustered and I couldn't figure out what to say. And I was like, can you just record this podcast on your own? And it was about serious topics one including Roe v. Wade. The others were um, some of these mass shootings that we've had. And I would say that of all the topics, I, I, I had the most confidence that you would be able to talk through these. But I think that it's a huge deal that you took on the Roe v. Wade conversation on your own with our listening audience. And we've never done that before. We've never done a solo podcast before. So round of applause for doing a solo podcast. Round of applause for the things that you said. I loved listening to that podcast after the fact. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Thanks. What you know, it was just an opportunity. I, I, I just um it was an opportunity for me to lean into uh vulnerability. It was an opportunity for me to just say, Okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm not gonna nitpick myself, it's not gonna be perfect but it's going to be really what I think and kind of show up in an authentic way. <clears throat> and, you know, so it's nice to receive positive feedback. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of surprised you did it because it was my idea and we were in the heat of the moment. I was really frustrated. And sometimes you can push back on those moments. So thank you for doing that. You did an amazing job. What I want to say is, I feel strongly that there is no value to dismissing our own experience and feelings for the fact that we know that others are having more difficult experiences. Now, I understand that that could be dangerous to say and or really out of touch. Inherently, we have to dismantle our own internalized systems of oppression, the, the way that the systems of oppression are internalized in us in order to live our lives fully and have a perspective on what's going on in the world. So always leading with gratitude, recognizing where you have privilege in this world as a citizen of the United States and or of the color of your skin, your gender, your economic status, etc., even the city that you live in and access to resources. So that has to live within you always. What I'm noticing people doing is saying, well, I don't have it as bad as, and that's inherently true. And also there's this dismissal of their own experience. And it's like your miscarriage may not be as quote unquote bad on somebody's scale as losing five living children in a car accident, you know? So yes, you can have gratitude for the fact that you are not living that other person's experience, but your miscarriage is important. And it, whether you want it to be or not, it creates grief and loss and, and an experience in your life that needs tending to. You've got to rest and you've got to take care of yourself. And you might be having hormonal imbalances and other things that are out of your control and grief is out of your control. So when we talk about COVID, having COVID today, and we're right in the midst of it, this is, it goes without saying, or I'm saying it now, that we are having currently a pretty okay experience. And we're having an experience. So I want to talk about what that experience is. Yeah. Not to mention, last thing I'll say, because mm -hmm. I know I'm, I've been talking a lot. Not to mention, every time we've told people that we 
have COVID in the house, they proceed to tell us the worst case scenario of someone that they heard. It's just like when we were getting married. Let me tell you about how fucking terrible. Oh, not marriage, having a baby. Let me tell you how fucking terrible having a baby is and how you're never going to sleep again. Right. Let's forget that it's, you know, a miracle and a joy. So here we are and we've heard every horror story under the sun. So we're going to tell you a story that's not so horrific. A nice. Nice what? I, I'm excited. What story are we telling? The one of our current experience. Oh, got it. Got it. Our current experience. Got it. I thought there was like a specific story. I uh, Let me just. You can tell whatever story you want. Can I just reflect really quickly on what you said? T- d- delete really quickly. You don't have to be quick. Got it. Can I just reflect on what you said? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that framing, you know, of gratitude is important. You know, there are experiences that you can find that uh, are seemingly more challenging, more difficult, and that is a reality, and I appreciate the context that you provided. And at the same time, whatever shit is happening to you is real, and it's your shit, and it's valid in that way, too. So we're doing a series right now in one of my men's groups on self-care, and I think the point that you're bringing up here is super valid within that, that... You know, no matter how minor your experience may seem in the context of something bigger or in context of the world, it's still important and it's still happening to you. And I think I talked about it on the podcast last week when I did the solo is kind of embracing this paradox and two things can be true at once. Like my experience can, yes, not be as intense as something else. And it also can be very meaningful and impactful to me. And so it's okay to hold both those truths at the same time. And during that, when I hold the truth of like this experience is happening to me, it's okay to take care of myself in that context. And then where does it cross the line? Hmm, That's a great question. I think off the top of my head, I would say it crosses the line when you start to prioritize your experience in spaces that begin to then impact others or prioritize your experience in the way that you perceive others. We often prioritize the experiences of white males as a standard for setting public policy, right? And that is a way in which individuals experiences or a collection a type of person is prioritized and not put in the context of all the people that it's going to impact and at the same time you know if we held the other side it's like it's not that those experiences of white males are completely invalid but it shouldn't be setting public policy for the melting pot of people in this country I completely agree. Uh, uh, That's a macrocosm experience that trickles down and begins to play out in smaller, more personal situations. And I think that, you know, it's just so, it is so easy to center ourselves in our experience and to say, you know, look at what's happening to me. Look at what's happening to me. And you know, whether you verbalize that outwardly or have that inner dialogue, the place where you are so hurt about what's quote unquote happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yep. world's against you. Situations never work out. You know, COVID is taking, you know, stealing people's lives and time away. Mm-hmm. And one of the experiences, so one of the things about COVID for us, right, is that my birthday's this Friday. 
I love my birthday because I love everybody's birthday. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. And I know birthdays are so hard for people. I think that that comes from just a, a lot of times, it, first of all, the, the fact that we have ageism in this country, people really suffer from aging and worrying that they're not fulfilling their life's purpose or getting what they need or want in a period of time. Also, birthdays, not everybody wants that kind of love and attention and or they didn't get that growing up and they feel like it's just a simple reminder that the world was never really, people in their lives were, excuse me, that people in their lives were never really there for them and their birthday really highlights that. From my perspective, the fact that everybody has their own individual day of celebration or month, you know, if you're like me, you celebrate the whole month. So my birthday this is this week, and we've got COVID. So we had awesome plans. My uncle was coming to town from New York. My parents were coming into town. They were going to stay at a cool hotel for their 45th wedding anniversary. 45. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Such a testament. It's awesome. How, how long have your parents been married? Um, they got married a little later in life, but I think... It's pretty close. I think they passed for... They had 40. Mm-hmm. They had the fortieth, so I, I this year's probably this year's probably like forty two, maybe. Mm. You know, they have their forty fifth wedding anniversary and etc. Neo popped his first couple of teeth. That feels significant. He's adorable. You know, it's nice to keep up with him from a family perspective. And we, had, like you said, we had dinner reservations at an awesome spot that we love. Oh, and you have a half marathon on Sunday. Yep. And I was running a big race and you had plans to like take your birthday and all these family are coming into town. So you would promptly leave, which is a great idea sometimes. Um, and just do, but have the space, you know, cause there's help for Neo to just do your own thing and to go to the, you know, get your nails done, whatever. So yeah. do I feel disappointed? Heck yeah. Do I feel like another birthday lost to COVID or altered to COVID? Yes. Was this one one I was looking forward to? Yes. I also realized that my uncle is disappointed and my parents are disappointed and you are disappointed. So can we pivot, right? So uncle has already replanned to come two weeks later. I don't mind to celebrate my birthday two weeks later. It's still in your birthday month. It's still my birthday. Period. End of story. Period. But it's hard, right? Like, it's hard. I could see myself getting into a little bit of like, mm, gosh, really sucks. I mean, it is it is actually ridiculous that we've gone two and a half years without getting COVID. And we did get it on my birthday week with p- big plans. I mean, that part's just ridiculous. Thank you, Neo. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Did you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has a Patreon account? That's right. When you support this podcast through Patreon, you become part of our Reading Aloud family, and we love our family members. At its core, this podcast is about providing insight and conversations that support and inspire our listeners to deepen their relationships and build community through conversation. Every week, we receive meaningful feedback on how the Reading Aloud podcast has supported someone through a challenging time, and now we need your support to keep that going. Your Patreon commitment not only provides you with curated, fun, and interactive bonus content, it helps us cover the many costs of producing a podcast. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes and see which level you can commit to. And know that we thank you so much for both your listening support as well as your financial support. Now let's get back to today's conversation. How do we hold that space of 
holding something that's disappointing, holding something that's hard and that you have to change and adjust and, and, you know, be flexible with. And at the same time, you know, so you're not just bottling it up and throwing it away and being ultra positive and just saying, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to forget about it and move on. And that sometimes that's overly celebrated in our society. Oh, you got your, you know, you wrecked your car, but you're okay. You're so positive. I wish I could be like you. It's like, no, that's probably really traumatic for you. It's like, oh, you got COVID and your whole family got COVID during your birthday week when you had all these plans, but you're just seeing the bright side. Oh, congratulations. So, you know, that also that we have been seeing the bright side that people must think that we're just okay. I mean, we work this week and our kid is home from daycare and it sucks. Yeah. The whole thing sucks. The whole thing sucks. And so, like, the, the again, the question is, like, how do you hold that and not just toss it to the side and at the same time not feed it, not fall into it? You know, just say, oh, this sucks. I'm, 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 I'm down. I'm depressed. I, I can't get over this. I can't believe this is happening. Saying all these things that kind of feed it, I guess I'm asking, like, what are the strategies and the pathways to finding that middle path through a, a difficult experience? Well, I have a question for you. Because I want to keep this pretty localized to our current situation. I have a question for you. What was going on yesterday when you came upstairs, when I woke up, because you were up first, and you were like, good news or bad news? And you were like, good news is Neo is feeling awesome. Bad news is he's super COVID positive. It showed up within three seconds on two different tests. And then we took a third test and it was positive. And then you were kind of like in this like adrenaline state. And a friend of mine said, well, enjoy the COVID family cocoon. And I thought about how sweet some of our times were when COVID first started and we had the privilege of staying home. And you and I did have a cocoon. We had so many fun times together. It was a really bonding time yep, yep. for you and I. And Trousy. Oh, damn. That's like the third one Well, it's just she was, she was super bonded to us during that time, She was too. pretty yeah. pumped that we were home yeah. all the time. You're right. You're right. She was pumped. What a girl. Yeah. So then later, you're like, we're doing this. It's happening. Let's have a good time. And you kind of pushed the matter. So what was that? Well, I think that... First off, I I mean the the kind of the hilarity of it in in a in a way like I it was kind of one of those things that was just so ridiculous in that moment that I had to laugh like that was my initial reaction like up oh, here we go like no one was feeling sick yet right and so it it was just the hilarity of the moment that like all these things after two and a half years of somehow avoiding getting not COVID. breathing while walking past people is <laughs> yeah was, it's was like... one of my strategies <laughs> i cannot tell you how many times i held my breath to the point of like i can't do this <laughs> yeah and and you know then here we here we are right here we are on this day and i think that was that was part of it and some of it that was positive and probably a healthy approach and then there was some of it that was a little bit of a bypass like I like there was some of it that's like I'm just going to be ultra positive around this and see what happens I think there's good in that in the sense that while we're feeling good I want to be as positive as possible because if we do get sick like that's going to be really hard and I don't want to extend the difficult period right I don't want to kind of start off and then just like 
fall in and be like, oh, this sucks. And like we were talking about. And so I want to remain, you know, healthy and positive and, and as long as I can while also trying to be real. And I think I lost some of that realness, but you were able to check me on it. And, you know, we found that balance. Yeah, you pushed pretty hard. There were no there was no space for me to talk about it and also when I wasn't even talking directly about that, I think you were worried that I was quote unquote going there and you doubled down and I was like so it got to the point where I was like, "Oh, I can't even mention dinner without him thinking that I'm going down some rabbit hole." So <laughs> the the thing that, the thing that's so funny to me and the thing that I hope that you understand about me. You say sometimes you do, but I don't think that you do is that I need moments like I need like it it does suck getting COVID in general is not fun and also it's good to have immunity so there's like it's there's all the things right family cocoons awesome ish it's hard when you're working so missing seeing my family I mean this is a big fucking bummer for me and also it's going to be fun it's going to be a memory as long as everybody is not really really impacted then it's going to be okay you say that like you need these moments and I think that we talked about this we recently talked about this on a podcast where giving space for somebody to just have their feelings have their emotions and you know those those emotions don't have to be all factually correct and everything and it's like you know it, it could be one side of the story but that's all okay it's like you, you know just how need angry that moment that makes me inside one side of the story well, go ahead go because ahead. i f- because i like to believe that my side of the story is completely right every yeah, time yeah i want to finish that thought though yeah, go ahead i need the i think the thing that you're missing is that your like fun levity about all of this is a way that I lived my entire life before meeting you. And when when I get through that, what I perceive to be a short period of time with emotions, that's the place I go. And you've never gotten to see that because you cut me off in those moments. And or you think that the timeline for me having those moments is too long. And then I get pegged as being pessimistic. And we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. <clears throat> Or because I get cut off in the middle of experiencing my emotions, I do turn downward. So I just want you to sit back long enough to experience that like when I was listening to you say like, this is going to be wild and crazy and we're going to make memories and we may go downhill fast and Neo may not and we're tracing around a baby while also trying to lay down in bed and have fevers is just a wild, fun experience that right now most of the country has been through at this point or is currently going through and I was with you I was listening and I was like this might be kind of fun I'm sorry that I do that and have you know I guess done that to you our entire relationship okay you know what's going through your head because I feel like I can't tell you these things honestly without you just like I mean I lost I literally watched you disappear just no 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 it's a babe it's receiving feedback like that is a that can be an emotional experience and so I am I want you to trust me now and my words are like what I'm saying is how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. like I that that's I'm just speaking truth to you now like yeah if I drop my head down because that's hard to hear if I gave you feedback like that 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 you've 
oppressed some aspect of me that was true my entire life, and now I have ne- you have never been able to see it because you keep doing this to me. That's an intense piece of feedback, and mm-hmm. so like I can have a little bit of reaction, but my response is what you hear, mm-hmm. and so I can see how it this is a goes both ways kind of thing because you having that you having that head down might have been a fleeting moment had I not gotten quick to react and be like, see, see, now you're gone. I guess I've had the experience in the past of it lasting too long, but that's exactly what we're talking about. Well, podcast, (laughs) you've helped us again. (laughs) I think for me, I know that about you and you know, I, I know that you need that space. I thought that I was doing it. So this is great feedback that I will, you know, have a lot to learn and a lot more understanding of how to give you space. I think that that's where I struggle is like, you know, I, I still, I still have difficulty navigating when you kind of need those moments of like, I want to give you space, but then I'm distant. And it it sometimes just feels, it feels hard to find that kind of um, attuned, authentic approach to meet you where you're at in these moments when it feels like this is temporary, but it's also real and we're also headed somewhere else. It's just, it's hard to navigate, um, frankly, for me. And so I'm clearly still learning and I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that Mm -hmm. you feel that our relationship has just completely taken away this whole side of you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I will pay attention because I, I more, first of all, I'm sorry that I cut you off too in experiencing your reaction or uh, response to my feedback. And I will listen for it because you actually have been, it just, I've noticed it really in this past week, you have been really sweet. You know, I had a bad bellyache last week and you were so sweet with me. Um, You took really good care of me and you allowed me to feel sorry for myself or just to feel bad. I mean, I just felt bad. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate the ways in which you are working to give me more space and I'll pay more attention to that because I don't want to live thinking like that it's not true. Thanks. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, podcast. All right. Thank you for helping Hope that us. helped y'all. <laughs> <laughs> helped us. Helped us. All right. Bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.